Hello, my name is Karen Palacios Echeverria. Hello, my name is Maestro Janeta Lee. And today we will be talking about the Rohingya ethnic group. The Rohingya are deemed as the world's most oppressed minority by the United Nations and are a stateless Indo-Aryan ethnic group that reside in Rakhine State, Myanmar, which borders Bangladesh. They have their own culture and are predominantly Muslim. Their language has Arab, Urdu, and Rohingya influences in their language with adapted words and phrases from standard Myanmar. Before we dive in, I want to announce that Burma and Myanmar are the same and will be used interchangeably. So before discussing, we need to clarify some context. Problems for the Rohingya began to escalate with the passing of the Burma Citizenship Act of 1982, which allowed Burma residents to be granted citizenship if they could find documentation of their family lineage in the region before 1823, which was around the same time of British occupation. This time was during the arrival of the British military. And while the Rohingya had documentation of their presence in Burma before that time, their status is due to a long history of discriminatory and arbitrary laws, policies, and practices that have deprived and denied Rohingya people from obtaining citizenship in their native Myanmar. And they complicated their access to asylum abroad and subjected them to a wide array of human rights violations and persecution. This law has made it easier to the Rohingya and has made it clear to them that they are foreigners in the land they grew up in and that they are not worthy of state protection, which includes their lack of access to education and health care. Some do not even call the Rohingya by their own names and instead refer to them as the Bengali. The Rohingya are a Muslim ethnic minority group who have lived for centuries in predominantly Buddhist Myanmar. Despite living in Myanmar for many generations, the Rohingya are not recognized as an official ethnic group and have been denied citizenship since 1982, making them the world's largest stateless population. As a stateless population, Rohingya families are denied basic rights and protection and are extremely vulnerable to exploitation, sexual and gender-based violence and abuse. The Rohingya have suffered decades of violence, discrimination and persecution in Myanmar. The largest exodus began in August 2017 after a massive wave of violence broke out in Myanmar's Rakhine state, forcing more than 700,000 people, half of them children, to seek refuge in Bangladesh. Entire villages were burned to the ground, thousands of families were killed or separated, and massive human rights violations were reported. UN-appointed independent fact-finders have found that the Myanmar military's indiscriminate violence against the Rohingya, which has included brutal tactics such as burning villages, torture, and sexual violence, may amount to genocide. Members of the Rohingya community, rights groups, and a range of international officials, including the U.S. House of Representatives, have all concluded a genocide took place, and the International Court of Justice, which is in the process of reviewing genocide allegations against Myanmar, has ordered the country to comply with measures to safeguard the Rohingya. The Rohingya Muslims are subjected to ethnic cleansing and systematic discrimination in Myanmar. They are victims of heinous crimes since 2017. More than 1 million Rohingya refugees, half of whom are children, have lived in cramped camps after being violently forced from their homes across the border in Myanmar to escape unimaginable violence. Over 450,000 Rohingya refugees in Bangladesh are children. In Bangladesh is no place for a child. Access to education and other essential services is limited, and children are at risk of violence, exploitation, and abuse. To make matters worse, the camps are now facing the prospect of a COVID-19 outbreak. 
with potentially devastating consequences. Rohingya children have witnessed and suffered from some of the worst human rights abuses of the 21st century. They have faced a ruthless campaign of military violence that has been systematic, targeted, and deliberate. Many children arrived alone in Bangladesh, severely traumatized, having seen their parents, relatives, and friends killed right in front of them. Now three years on, Rohingya refugees are still living in makeshift settlements in one of the most densely populated places in the world, Bangladesh. Some shocking stats about Rohingya refugee children are as follows. An estimated 75% of babies are born in unsafe and unsanitary bamboo shelters. Almost one-third children under five have had their growth stunted by lack of food. Only 13% of boys and 2% of girls aged from 15 or 18 are in school. 40% of children are scared of dying or losing a family member due to COVID-19 outbreak. Rohingya activists, journalists, and human rights advocates have documented cases in which security forces engaged in systematic killings, rapes, and destruction of entire villages. The policies have been part of a broader strategy by the government of Myanmar, which has struggled to consolidate legitimacy from a range of ethnic groups. The Rohingya advocates believe violates Article 11 of the 1948 Genocide Convention forbidding deliberately inflicting on the group of conditions of life calculated to bring about its physical destruction in whole or in part. To conclude, this Rohingya refugee crisis is among the largest, fastest movements of people in recent history. Testimonies from victims who have escaped the massacre speak of violent atrocities committed against Rohingya women, men, and children. World nations need to unite and understand the severity of this conflict. We must spread awareness as much as possible. The atrocities the Rohingyas or victims too should be wished upon no one. As humans, we all must spread kindness and realize violence begets violence and must put an end to this vicious cycle.